Hey there, you cork and bunch. This is Sarah Milliken, and I'm currently in a room with no other animals. Uh, welcome to the Standard Issue podcast. In this episode, me and Standard Issue editor Mickey Noonan had a hilarious time with Miranda Hart, Eleanor Tainan, and Mel Gedroich. We talked about our favourite yoga positions, proper jobs, and laminators. This episode was recorded in front of a live audience at Leicester Square Theatre in London. We've got a whole bunch of these booked in with such cracking guests like Janet Street Porter, Jenny Clay, Zoe Lyon, Sue Perkins, Zoe Ball, Kerry Godlyman, Ellie Taylor, so many cracking women. Go to standardissuemagazine.com forward slash events for ticket information. Bit of admin, just a quick reminder to please rate, review and subscribe to all of our podcasts on iTunes, including previous live events and fortnightly Geek Girl Celebration Strong Female Leads. You can have a good read of our articles, news and reviews by following at Standard Issue UK on Twitter or just find us on Facebook. Or you know what, have a look at the magazine, standardissuemagazine.com. It's cracking. Everything you hear is just our opinions, so don't get head up, pets. Thanks. Right, I'll leave you to it. Enjoy. Standard issue for all women. Uh, should we get? We just get cracking on some questions. Should we? Yeah, should we man. introduce people? Oh, that's a good idea. Go okay. on, you can do that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we have Miranda Hart, <laughs> Sarah Milliken, <laughs> Mel Gedroich, <laughs> and Eleanor Tiernan. <laughs> and I only wanted to say that because I've been practicing Mel's name. It was. It was very smooth, actually. Mel Bazongas. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed your surname was Ansu. That would yeah. be easier. No, it usually is. It would be much easier if that was the case. My, my nephew can't tell us apart, so he calls both of us Mel and Sue. <laughs> Has done since he was about two. Literally, he's 17 now. now do you do that thing like Ant and Dick, where you're always, always one on the left and one on the right? Yes. Do you do that? Yes, although, yeah, we do. Although it doesn't work, because I think if you look at the screen, it's actually the... That's really dull, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just, sorry. I was enjoying it. No, it was boring. Does anyone else feel like we should be getting guitars out? Oh, <laughs> we can take it out it if you like. It looks like we're a band. Oh, it's it a family band. It it's does. a travelling troupe. We're going to release our Christmas single. Yeah. <laughs> I want early. a ukulele. We could mime. We could mime. We could just we could mime. mime them. Can you play be? any instrument? We can mime. I'm miming double bass now. <laughs> that could be, to be honest, that could be anything what you're doing there. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's how I roll. I mime the double bass. <laughs> That's what she calls it at home. <laughs> It's ruddy, val- it's ruddy Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's it's shit, Day. Isn't it? Oh man, I this is brilliant. This is this is the night. This is it. Yeah, this is this is the best way to yeah. be. I, I said to my husband this morning, I said I haven't had time to get you a card, and he said I haven't had time to get you a card. So I said, why don't you just tell me now verbally what you would write in the card? <laughs> and he did, and it was lovely. And I told him back, and then we're done. That's us fucking done for Valentine's. <laughs> 
One year, I did buy him a bag of meat. That's the best present. I don't again. I'll never cut that. I bought him a bag of meat. Just chop sausages, anything he fucking wanted. And I gave it to him. And I think he thought, well, we're never going to get past this. This is the best Valentine's present ever. That's good. So different cuts. Yeah. Different cuts. Shank, skirt, brisket. Skirt. Oh, I'm skirt. Not, I'm, not as, I'm not as au fait with meat skirt. as you are, I think. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That sounded like a proper slam, didn't it? <laughs> uh, you are better at meat than I am. <laughs> uh, no, it was mostly just sort of sausages. And so ultimately for you? No, I'm, you I can have a bit of meat, but this is turning ruder than I wanted it to be. <laughs> Only in your head. Yeah. <laughs> do, you have a che- do you have a chest freezer? I've always wanted a chest freezer. Um, oh, wait, the got... idea of just being able to go like that and then see all your cuts laid out in front of you. Does no, it's going to be not have cuts in there. No, I've got an upright freezer upright. that's full of um, sort of Tupperware containers of unlabeled brown. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Could be soup, could be gravy. Who knows? I mean, that's all soup is, isn't it? It's just gravy. Yeah. Soup's flash gravy, isn't it? It's flash gravy. I keep, um, I keep mostly frozen vegetables, uh, which are good if you get any muscular injuries. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Push them against. Broad beans are particularly good. Indeed, yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Bring oh, down the swelling. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. 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 I agree great. with that. great. That's a good tip. So, so vegetables are good for you, then? <laughs> When I was a student, I tripped over a stair and got a black eye, and we didn't have any frozen peas, so one of my housemates handed me a tin of peas. (laughs) (laughs) She pulled them all over your eye. That would have been brilliant. Do you want to do a question? Should we do a question? Go on, you you stop. Um, I haven't done the freezer chat yet, but that's okay. (laughs) Carry on. Still a lot more to say, but carry on. Carry on. Uh, So, what is the best thing about your working life? Let's start with Mel. I was, I was literally going like that. I didn't want to be the first to answer. I know, I could tell. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like a cat. I just hold him on the person who doesn't like me. All my, yeah, all my old Latin teacher, Mr Crofts, always knew if you were, you know... Anyway, trying to hide. Robert Crofts became a Quaker. Um, <laughs> and and he's here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he went off with the French teacher. Oh la la. Yeah, it was a massive deal in the early 80s. In Did they school. do it in like one of the cupboards, cupboards. like a stationary cupboard? It, it, pr- pretty much, yes. <gasps> pretty much, yes. Discovered. That's just disgusting because I love stationery too much. Yeah. <laughs> Don't jizz on me fucking notebooks. <laughs> We've said jizz, we're off. <laughs> it's just a matter of time before I said jizz. Does it work Fa- like Tupex? <laughs> Favourite piece of stationery? What's your favourite piece of stationery? Sorry. I've recently been... Sorry, I'm straight in. I've recently <laughs> been given uh, the small post-it note that suffers, suffers, serves as a bookmark in the shape of a dog. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my God, that, that ticks so many boxes, doesn't it? I mean, it? it's literally... <laughs> That's gorgeous. That's Sarah? the ultimate um, piece of A notebook, but I'm really specific. has to be lined, has to be soft back, has to be about sort of A5, so I can get A5, A6, so I can and get six. it in my handbag. And non-jizzed. Not <laughs> ideally, just because you can't, yeah, it, it blurs all your... It's, if you use a biro, you're all right if it's jizz. But if you use, like, <laughs> a fountain pen... Like a gel pen, <laughs> you're never going to be able to read that again. Eleanor, your favourite piece of stationery? Uh, I'd have to go with a laminator. Yeah. Oh, hello. Ooh. I dream of a laminator. Yeah. 
I, I, I went on a mum's night out. Um, With the laminate. <laughs> Of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> a few months ago. And we were saying goodbye to a mum, Jodie, who was leaving the, the area, and she laminated some of her pubes <laughs> and brought them to the uh, to the event as a sort of gag. It was it was quite a strong statement. <laughs> and did she give did That's she give funny. them out? No, she just she had them in her bag and as you do. <laughs> And just sort of brought them out as a, as a thing, as a, as a, I don't know, as a treat. <laughs> I've laminated salami before. Have you? Yeah. Have why? You? why? Cheers. <laughs> why would you do that? Why not? It's <laughs> a very good question. I'd like a laminator. I've never owned one myself. It's a good choice. Yeah. yeah. I can't th help but think you're avoiding the earlier oh, question. Oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> Mickey, I'm sorry. I'm well, so sorry. But Mel, we don't know what yeah. your favourite bit of stationery oh, yeah. is. Oh. So many. I've I've got some comedy oversized paper clips. Brilliant. I re really massive ones. Do you have to have massive paper for that as well? Well, no. You put them on normal paper and then they look funny. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. I like my hole puncher as well. I love. Well, my I hole bet puncher. you call it hole puncher, not a hole punch. Hole puncher, isn't it? No. Hole puncher. No. <laughs> Oh. Is it a two or a one? Two. Only yeah, I don't two. understand people Only who've two. got a one because no. then they must know no. where the gaps are. That's silly. No, but that's for the one at the top, and then you get one of those weird ropes oh. with the the ropes with I've the not... metal things. Yes, the ropes with the metal things. <laughs> I'm not that advanced. I feel like I'm just sort of GCSE stationery, and you guys are degree level. <laughs> I wrote a chapter in my book about it. Stationery. Stationery. Never let you down. Yeah, it'll never leave me. I'll never leave it. Um, Mickey, have you got a favourite bit of stationery? Yes. I really like the Tipex mouse. You know that you, you still use Tipex? Yeah. That's old school. That's 1984. Yeah. <laughs> the mouse isn't though. To be fair, it's got a sort of roller underneath it, and you roll it over, and it leaves its white trail. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the jizz in your notebooks. <laughs> I've got the proper stuff. Is that allowable jizz? Yeah. Permissible jizz. Um, so what's the best thing about your work and life, Mel? Me. Yes, uh, right. <laughs> I, I do genuinely uh, love my work and I feel very lucky to still be doing it after quite a few years. I think it's 20... Oh, man, 26 years. 26 years? Wow. That's insane. Oh, I love that, that moment that it, you realised how long it's been. Just that facial expression oh, you did. Oh, man. But that's hardcore success right there. Congrats. <laughs> well, I, no, I think it's just being really stubborn and just, you know, anchoring your feet in and saying, this, this is actually all I can do. And, yeah, yeah exactly, madam. <laughs> uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm not trained for anything else. <laughs> I, I would literally have to retrain, and the idea of that apps I find are you, are you it might well happen. For this? <laughs> this is the thing. This is no. I'm not trained for this. No. I wish I had some sort of training in something. I didn't get into drama school. I tried to get into three drama schools, I think. Failed quite badly. And uh, We've so trained by experience, haven't we? I mean, oh, experience okay. is our training, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I just feel like it would be nicer if I had a certificate. <laughs> well, well, 
well, let's laminate each other a certificate. <laughs> oh, but not do what Jodie did. No. Let's just laminate the certificate. <laughs> just a pube in, in the corner. <laughs> just, just one, so you're kind of scratching, going, is that, is that on the certificate? <laughs> but, Eleanor, have you got any training? in anything? Um, Are you trained? It's, it's the same for me. Uh, well, no, before I was a comedian, I was a civil engineer, actually, so I have a... You see, that is cool. That is... I'm sorry, I'm going to give that a round. Oh. <laughs> That's a proper, like... Proper. Proper. So bridges, yeah. tunnels... Yeah, yeah. Buildings. I know, That's cool. yeah. I, I mean, uh, this is one of my first jokes that I did as a stand-up, was I used to say I, I used to be a civil engineer. I used to have to work at the strength of beams needed on construction projects which I didn't get right all of the time. Um, <laughs> so if you are ever driving in Dublin and you have to go through a thing called the Port Tunnel, don't delay. That's uh, <laughs> the advice I would give. So, uh, it's, all, it's all very well doing it in the office, but you know, if, if you have to, the structures have to stand up as well. That's <laughs> basically. Yeah. And, what, and now you're a comic, Eleanor. What's the best thing about your work and life, do you think? I, I would really love to say, um, uh, you know, all the travelling, getting to meet all the different people, because that's, that's something I genuinely enjoy, and that is, but that's a very worthy answer. What I really enjoy is, is getting to lie in still. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the day, I love a lie in, love just turning over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We sometimes, oh, nice. because obviously um, there's different things. So uh, we listen to the uh, the travel on the radio to see whether where we're going to is going to have, you know, we've got roadworks or anything like that. And sometimes uh, my husband and I, when we've got a day off together, we just put the radio on and listen to the travel anyway. And if it's all, like, snarled up, we just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Flick the maze at the radio. Stay in the fucking house. It's great. It's great. What's the best thing about your work in life, do you think? Um, yeah, I, I would probably say the hearing a laugh is pretty oh, always pretty special I sort of can't believe. but so I mm -hmm. think recently it's sort of dawning on me and I'm allowing myself to have the confidence to go oh that sitcom that I wrote did alright and it, it met, I'm surprised it made people laugh I still am but it's amazing that it brought so much I've had so many love, love, lovely feedback of not just it but getting a laugh, but also really helping people. And that's mm. just amazing. So I feel yeah. like now, as, I go, as I'm a bit older, I might, that's my mandate to, to work, really, is that it's not just for jokes. It's that life is really shit, and we all need yeah. escapism and yes, it, um, joy. And comedy was so yeah. important to me when I was growing up. Yeah. It got me through really tough times. So, so to be doing that myself and be part of that, obviously comedy is subjective, and not everyone's going to like your stuff, and you've got to get used to that. Yeah. So I think that's... Bit, and also the people you meet. I mean... Oh, man. I've met, I met Ronnie Corbett. Oh. I still cannot get over that. I met Ronnie Corbett. Oh. Is he your favourite person that you've met? Um, if that sort of well, in, in terms of he was from the generation of comedy that inspired me. Mm. Yeah. So to be, and I did the Graham Norton show with him. So I sat next, I was sat between him and Arnie. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was the weirdest <laughs> night of my life. I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> but, and then we we reenacted a bit of the full candle sketch to to Arnie, who was just oh. didn't know what we were doing. So no. <laughs> but I literally, I was nearly welling up. I was like, oh. I cannot believe. Amazing. The, the, the person who inspired me was sitting there. So I think meeting people as well. I did um, mm. uh, Would I Lie to You with Ronnie Corbett and oh. nobody wanted to talk. Like, we all just sat quietly because we just wanted Ronnie Corbett yeah, to talk Ronnie, for the yeah, whole show. Who's yeah, oh, got another answer? Everybody shut up. Oh. <laughs>
What's the, what's the worst thing about your work and life, Mel? <sighs> the worst thing? Probably the seven years of unemployment that I had. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it, to be honest. <laughs> that was tough. But you know what, though? If you, get through th if you get through something like that, then it feels all the sweeter the, at the other end of it yeah. when you start to get work again. I had, yeah, we had a rum old journey, actually, me and, me and my family, because um, I had two girls in quite quick succession, and I sort of I dipped out. And so there's, there's a sort of tendency when you have a baby in um, what we do, people just think you've died, literally. They just think, that's it, buried, gone, she'll never come back. Um, bless you, by the way, my love. Cough or sneeze, couldn't work it out. <laughs> I was giving you the benefit. Eleanor, oh. what about you? Worst, worst bit of being a comic? Yeah, just, um, I think maybe being um, freelance and try, find it hard to, you know, plan ahead and the mm -hmm. tendency to put your life on hold a little bit because you're you I suppose you you don't know uh, a lot of the time you know when the next paycheck is coming mm -hmm. and uh, I even noticed at Christmas time actually um, uh, like my brother is he's he's a very solid person and he's he's a teacher and he's but he's younger than me but I noticed in the family he's kind of taken on the role of being the kind of older one the older sibling now because yeah. I kind of uh, maybe haven't um, I suppose it just, it's just in my head. I haven't kind of put myself into the... Um, uh, I've, I've maybe sat back a little bit and yes. let him yeah. be that person. And I, I don't know, I just kind of reminded myself that I have to kind of... Um, I think that's a personality thing, though, isn't it, with siblings rather than an age thing. I think when you're little, the older one is the more sort of senior, the more responsible. But then I think just when you're all adults, such a shifts, doesn't it? Yeah. Potentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's very, he's very calm and level-headed, you know, and I'm... Aww. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm lucky to have them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But also, there always has to be one sibling that is responsible for the parents as they get older, so that can be him and you can just fuck off. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and you guess which one I am? <laughs> I've already, I've got loads of nieces and nephews and I've already pinpointed the nephew that is going to be looking after me when I'm... Because I know my kids aren't going to do it. They will not be remotely interested at all. But he, I can see it in his eyes already. He's the one. I'm focused on him. And I know he's going to make a bit of money as well. I can see that. He's good. He's good with sort of goods, you know. Handling goods. Has he got a market store? No. Is he a tiny child with a market store? No. He could, he could sell anything, that boy. And he used to, when he was about six, he got tizers or some sort of fizzy drink and realised that if he got them job lot, he could sell them individually at a much higher price. So my eye is on him. He's going to be on The Apprentice, isn't he? Yes, quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. Or just running a tuck shop. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good enough. What's your worst thing about your work and life? Um, writing, I'm not a massive fan of boredom, stress, lonely. Mm. Um, no, no, because I'm, I'm the same I'm with really writing. It's tough, yeah. Mm. Writing it's... comedy on your own it is, is not the most fun. I think, I feel like I need somebody or, like, a pet to laugh. Yeah. Like, so if I write a joke, I want to be able to say it out loud and for something to laugh. Yeah. I wonder if I should just have a tape of laughter. Yes. <laughs> I just play it every now and again. Yeah, yeah. I need well, clapping, I need laughter. 
I mean, considering you do perform regularly to packed houses of laughter, you could just record one of those. I, I mean, should just put my DVD on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then it's the cruel trick of writing new material, isn't it? You yeah. never think... Yeah. And uh, So I think there's a huge misconception that writing comedy is hilarious and you're just <laughs> sitting in your sitting room going, oh, it's so funny, I love this! <laughs> and it's not as many tears and hiding this, as For me, there's a lot of... Like, if I write something and I, and I look back the next day, because, you know, if you look at the next day, you've got yeah. a fairer judgement on it and I look back the next day and it doesn't make me laugh I think oh it's all gone it's all gone yeah. like I've pulled a plug and all of a sudden it's all gone it's quite odd isn't it it's quite stressful it's very, it's very stressful and I also find I find although there's a lot of ensemble work particularly as an actor I, I feel an enormous pressure because ultimately there isn't it is all you if you don't turn up on set the, no one can replace you you can't have a sick day mm. And that plays on my mind a lot. Yeah. I, I find that... You're pressure. responsible for other people, You're essentially. Responsible, yeah. yeah, so the couple of times, like, if I have been really seriously ill or injured or something, and I've turned... The whole production stops. Yeah. It can't go on. You can't go make... Can you fill in? Should we find too. you a doppelganger? Could Would you? you like that? Could you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it must have been quite tough writing a book then, because how did you feel about the writing process when there wasn't that sort of feedback? I, lo I loved writing a book. That was much easier, oh, because right, okay. although... I, I sort of... I was about to say, although I was naturally funny within it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that <laughs> sometimes that sort of comedy persona comes out in it. That it wasn't... You didn't have the pressure to get the laugh because you weren't ever going to read it out in front of an, a live yeah. audience. Uh -huh. yeah. So it was a sort of... You could say what you wanted to say. So I found that fun and cathartic and releasing. Um, so, yeah, the book's fine. It's, it's, it's jokes. It's the actual structure of, of a sitcom. That, that, all that technical side of comedy. Yeah. But you two, more than anyone, pretty much, in the ruddy country, you must know when you've written a cracking good joke. You must know. No, no. Do you, you not? You would think, wouldn't you? I, sometimes I'll... Like, so I do regular spots of new material. About once or twice a month, I'll just uh, turn up at a gig and do 10 or 15 minutes of stuff that I've written uh, since the last one. And that's how I sort of make my show. So I'm kind of always slowly writing writing and I'll write something I'll go well that's a zinger that's mm -hmm. going to be amazing and then I haven't quite gotten 10 minutes for the spot so I'll just put in a couple of things that I think well that'll just pad it out and the thing that I think is a zinger dies on its hole <laughs> and the thing that I thought was padding gets a boom and you think uh, I still don't know what the fuck is funny yeah <laughs> 12 years 12 years I've been doing this it's the, yes. it's the audience that decide it's their yeah. it's their decision and I never trust one audience because sometimes they're say, wrong yeah, yeah. best of three best of <laughs> is it? You can't no, give I, them sole responsibility. Yeah. It's not fair on them. <laughs> I love that you use the expression, yeah. die on your hole, Sarah. I love that you're using that. What, die, die on, on your, your hole? hole. Yeah, yeah. Well, I consider it an Irish one, you see. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, OK. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think yeah. it's it's better than die on your arse, just sounds a bit polite for me. <laughs> die on your hole sounds like, <laughs> I haven't even got any pants on. <laughs> I'm literally on a hole. Um, it's referring to the specific area, you know. It's, it's, it's yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. It's not just. In. It's not the cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Dying on my cheeks sounds quite nice, but the actual right in the, the middle. Cheeks are, the cheeks are splayed, aren't they? In this image, yeah. they're, they're splayed. They're, they're not. We, we were all there, guys. We were all there. Yeah. Dying on my piles. That's what it should be at the minute. Don't even talk to me about that issue. Hot bath. Oh. Hot bath. Hell, nothing. I've bath. never had really? piles. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Support group. 
I almost feel like that's what I think. I'm just like, really? I've no, I've never had polyps. All my family, we call ourselves the Gedroids. <laughs> <laughs> Every flipping member of the family suffers. Yeah. By the um, way, you don't need to do rule of three. That is in the tour. <laughs> Oh, it's bad, gang. It's bad. I've never had the op, though. Never had the op. <laughs> How bad does it have to be before you have the op? I, d well, I, d I guess it's like a, I don't know, is it a bunch? A bunch? Because they're, they're like grapes, aren't they? They're like grapes. Yeah. Is like it a straining issue? Yeah, I, yes. <laughs> it's an, for me, it's an IBS issue, so I've got a oh, syndrome, so you can't take the piss <laughs> off. Two words, Valentine's Day. <laughs> I've got to say, this is the sexiest chat I've had in a long time. <laughs> Loving it. Are there any couples here on a sort of actual couple Valentine's Day thing? In the front. I couldn't oh. apologise enough on behalf of us all. Oh. Have any of you got piles? <laughs> she has She's piles. like, yes! Anusol can work very well. <laughs> but don't go... I'd, I would go for the torpedo rather than the cream. That, that goes for both couples. <laughs> What's the torpedo? It's a, it's a sort of... Oh, lads, oh, do you no, want to know? Like a... The French way, yeah? Yeah? Ever been ill in France? You think you might take a paracetamol? <laughs> Not the way we do it. No. That people is... looking a little bit sicker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, come on, Francis, romantic. <laughs> yeah, it that's is. true. Well, sort of on this kind of subject, I suppose. Really? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you like about getting older? <laughs> is it piles? Is that the thing you like <laughs> about getting older? That was an excellent link, Milliken. Yeah, it's no, very strong. I was really pleased with it. I think I'm, I'm probably the oldest on the panel. Yeah. How old are you? 48. How old are you? I'm 40 in March. 40 in March. Just Helena. turned 40. Just turned 40. Millers. 41. 41. Randy. 44. 44. <laughs> yes. Yep, I am the You oldest. were correct. <laughs> um, I, I thought it would be really horrible getting older, but actually I find it strangely comforting. Does anyone else feel that? Yeah. 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 Because, frankly, you can say what the heck you like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. think we've just proven that. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. You're not that bothered by what people think of you so much. I think your 20s is all about peers. What are they doing? What's, what's so-and-so doing? I remember Sue and I were a bit prone to that in our 20s, you know, doing the Edinburgh Festival. Oh, but Miller and Armstrong have got a series and we, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just, mm. it's bollocks, really. 30s, quite good. 40s, just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. 50s, who knows? Is it good? Better than 40s? That's the woman with piles, by the way. <laughs> Pile sister, come on. You don't give a shit. But she doesn't give a shit. No. Rock on. Yay. Come on. Excellent.
Excellent. Would, would, it, would people agree with that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's uh, that lacking needing of approval from other people. The approval yeah. comes with within. Yeah. Rather than you just think, hmm. oh, I don't need... I'm not so scared of what other people think. And that's just... Yeah. Every year that gets released. It's a joy. Yeah. yeah. I do try to get in with the younger generation, though, which is a bit embarrassing. <laughs> Hence the dungarees, the, <laughs> the comedy trainers. You know, that's a bit embarrassing. I should stop that. But having remembered my mum when she was 48, she was in full tweed <laughs> and a fucking head and a headscarf. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's so odd, isn't it? To think that you know. But that's just were... you, isn't it? You're not. You're not. That's not you trying to be young. That's Mel. I suppose so. Just immature, mate. Emotionally immature. Do you? Are you do you try and be down with the kids? Me? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't try and be down with the kids when I was a kid. <laughs> no interest. I think I was born 41. <laughs> so I always wore clothes that I found comfortable, not what was fashionable. And so I, I just feel like I'm yeah. growing into my the age I've always been. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. I, but I, I get... I totally am with you, Miranda, and, and not, not really just not giving a shit or giving less of a shit. I think, what people think of me. Yeah. Because they're wrong. <laughs> Unless they think I'm brilliant. <laughs> and then they are fucking smart. <laughs> but I just, I like, um, I think I just, I, like, I enjoy getting older. I like that I've got a bit of grey coming in. I don't really care. I don't like grey. Don't like no, grey. No, no. I'm, I'm no. very empty on my head. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I know, I'm, just, I'm talking, just talking about myself. I'm not saying on you, Sarah. You will look statesman-like, stateswoman-like. Oh, no, I still diet. Yes, I was going to say. I just don't mind it while, it's, yeah. while my roots are coming in. I found a great eyebrow here, and I don't look down there. Because <laughs> I'm sure that's riddled. <laughs> that's the word, is that the word? Yeah, riddled. <laughs> it's an unfortunate one, but it is the word. <laughs> it does I'm, the job. I wish I'd known, actually, though, when I was younger, um, that the anxiety and the nervousness that goes with that would just go away. Mm. Uh, that it was because of just being young and not because I was, you know, there was something wrong with me. That's what I thought when I was in my 20s and my 30s. I thought that, you know, uh, when, when is this going to end? When is this nervousness going to mm. end? And now getting a bit older, you're kind of like, oh, it just went away on its own. That was just what that was. It was just yeah. youth, so... Does that mean you want to pull people aside who are in their 20s now and go, like, give them some advice? Do you wish yeah. somebody had done that to you? I wish, yeah, yeah. Mm. Although I, I, I don't, I'm not sure it, it's possible to take that in from somebody else. I think maybe it's just something no, that... No, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I try and you know, do that to younger people, and it do, it, I think it's hard to think... As you say, it's not until you get older that it... Gets better. But Do they just tell you to sort off? Looks. <laughs> no, they don't tell you to sort off, but they can't believe it. Oh, really? So if you're saying you're not ugly, I mean, because that's what I spent, you know, first 20, from 20 to 36, just hating this. And yeah. But it's so stupid, isn't it? It's just, what happened at 36? Yeah. I just got bored. Like... I just thought, you've only got this. This yeah. is you. Yeah. yeah. And I just sort of thought, start to love it. And then kind of, I think finally now maybe, it's taken me nearly 10 years to go. And you just sort of, sort of think, well, I wish, I wish I could tell it to my 20-something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I have sort of encouraged younger people in that. But Very good. Well said. I mean, what could, you know, and if you start doing this, you oh, still look no. your age, but with this. <laughs> 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 it's, not, it's nonsense, but you know. 
And you used to be a plastic surgeon, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd had braces, though. Yeah, I've got issues with oh, my teeth. Oh, I wish but, I'd had the old braces. I mean, obviously, I still, you know, and I've put on weight recently, and I hate that, but not just because of my look, but just because I don't feel me. It's, it's not because, oh, I don't fit a model or anything like that. Hmm. What, what do you like to do? Um, I play a sport called touch tennis, which I love. What is touch tennis? It's, um, it's tennis, it's a badminton-sized court. Okay. And a, um, a net that high, and you play with smaller rackets and a big sort of, uh, sponge ball. But this you, sounds like something that children play. Yeah. <laughs> But you can read, there are tournaments and there's now a, uh, a league and everything, and you can, um, you can really play the game. That's great. So you can get properly, like, because it's not a power game. So I used to love tennis, but I can't play it anymore because I'm fat and old. So, um, but beautiful because I'm yeah. unique. Thank you. She's a beauty. Like we all are. No, but you know what I mean. I, I, you prefer. Yeah. To play this. It's a brilliant game. Anyway, I love tennis and uh, walking, swimming. Yeah, same. Yeah, Acrobics. Acrobics. Sportswoman, even. Acrobics. Acrobics. Oh, gang. big fan. Do you it's say aquarobics so or aquarobics? I say aquarobics. <laughs> oh, you're like a professional. Yeah. <laughs> and is that just aerobics? In the water. In the water. And don't be fooled. Don't just think it's a load of ladies in their latter middle years. With hemorrhoids. Bouncing With around. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> On the hemorrhoids. Yeah. If, you want it, if you want it to be, it can be hardcore. I go, I go elite aquarobics. <laughs> Under that water, I am really clutching. Is, is that the piles? <laughs> it's the piles. <laughs> Can you get... Like, if I was there, could I get away with not really doing much? Because the water... No, Millican. Warps. That is not the point <laughs> of Aqua... No, see, you can seriously... You can... You can... I like the face you did yeah. just then. <laughs> <laughs> I walk the dog, but I thought that would be better exercise than it is, but it's not because he dawdles. <laughs> he sniffs everything, but I do have to bend down every now and again for... <laughs> That's a squat. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't. I should do that. I should go down. Do I just squat. bend down. I, I, you know, I've, I'm in danger of ruining my back by picking up a turd. <laughs> His. Um. <laughs> but I think that's all you need, isn't it? A, a brisk walk. I, I'm not Walking's a fan of the gym great. culture. Yeah. No, no. I mean, boring. I do. I do a bit of. Uh, I do a bit of a, a bicep curl and a squat and a lunge. But that's mm. because I'm. A lunge. Plunge. <laughs> 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 a few fans in. You don't know what that means. Plunge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Big fans of the word lunch. <laughs> no, me. Oh, OK. Sorry. Um, <laughs> make that clear. Uh, but, yeah, the whole gym culture seems Horrid. to... Particularly young men. There's just, like, a real pressure on the yeah. whole six-packy yeah. Tom daly thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. I mean, oh, yes, yeah, lovely to look at, yes. <laughs> but there's the internet. <laughs> you can look at that stuff on the internet and then, you know, go to bed with your partner. <laughs> It's funny about you, because I always forget how crude you are. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because you're I so don't. lovely as a human oh, being. I mean, you, you are the most, yeah. one, the most wonderful human being oh, ever. And adorable. Thank God you're a woman in comedy. I'm a woman in comedy, and I love you. But you're fucking rude. And I, 
It always yeah. surprises me, and however I'm... funny and I, however much I love it. I'm reining it in as well. <laughs> Eleanor backstage said to me, she went, is it OK to be a bit rude? I just laughed in her face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Eleanor, do you do any sort of exercise that gets your endorphins flowing? Lunge. I have a question. <laughs> do, you, do you lunge? Does, uh, well, I do, actually. Uh, does yoga count as exercise? No. That's yeah. 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 No. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't get the cardio up, but uh, I, do, I do like the little sleep at the end. Um, what's, your fa the... what's your favourite um, position, yoga-wise? <laughs> Just for me, just <laughs> I've got two. I've got two. I've got the 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 dolphin. I like the dolphin. Dolphin. Yeah. yeah I was listen. I, I somebody just heckled. Do, do it. it. <laughs> I know. That is the most middle class heckle I've ever heard. <laughs> do your favourite yoga position. <laughs> So, describe the dolphin. Do the dolphin. <laughs> the dolphin. I've, I've talked a big game here, guys, but... Uh, I'll do it. Tell me what to do. I'll do it. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Is that why you wear the dungarees? So you're ready for things like this? She's always ready, yeah. <laughs> she's, got, she's got a swimming costume under there, so she can <laughs> straight to aerobics. Oh, yeah, yeah. OK, um, should we do a running commentary then to see what's happening? Sure, Just because yeah. this is really shit on a podcast. It's two middle-aged women standing up <laughs> with so hemorrhoids. Ele Eleanor, what, what are you about to tell... What are you going to tell Mel to do? Is this the dolphin? Oh, yeah. So, uh, we're going to... Yeah, we're going to do the... Um, <laughs> OK, no, we're going to do the seal. We're going to do the seal, I think. Uh, does the dolphin are you making these up? Does the dolphin actually exist, Eleanor? It does exist, it does exist. Have you done I, it? I, I'm not confident I'm going to be able Have to do it too well. So I was She's gonna... not done it. She doesn't know. She wasn't expecting to be called out on it. Yeah. If I'd known yeah. that you can get away with just saying yoga, I'd say I did yoga. Yeah. But I thought, if somebody asks me to do one of the positions on stage at the Leicester Square Theatre, I'm not going to be able to do it, so I'm not going to say it. Come on, what, what do we... Why don't we just keep it simple and do it down the dog? That's, Valentine's that's night. A, yeah, that's an <laughs> Shape of things to come. <laughs> Let's do it, Dammer Dog. Maybe quite quickly as well, because we don't want to take up too much <laughs> precious time. This is the best this. gig of my life. I'm going to Dammer Dog too. Come on. Hey. Uh, I'm not going to do it because I. Somebody has to be on mic. Me and Mickey can be on. Is it like so a what? downward dog off? <laughs> so they're all. So Miranda Hart, Melvin Dragon, <laughs> and Elton John are all on all fours. Happy Valentine's Day. Done that. 
fact, oh my God, when there's a biscuit on the floor, but a cock around, <laughs> I've done that. Can I ask a question? Um, no. um, uh, whose <laughs> career would you say you look up to? Um, oh man, so many people. Um, I, I mean, I suppose when, I, I, I know that Miranda probably feels the same, I'm sure a lot of us do. French and Saunders, you know, mm. they were, yeah man. They were just, they were, do you know, I'm re-watching the whole of French and Saunders, all seven series, I think it was, wow. uh, with, my, with my daughters, and it is, oh man, it's such a joy. They were really surreal. Yeah, yeah. They were very surreal. Realize, yeah. And when sketches were allowed to be a bit longer, um, than they are now. I think it's our, our attention span or whatever, but mm. there are some really quite long, very surreal sketches in their kind of early series one, series two. I'd sort of forgotten that about them. They're just brilliant and they were so inspiring in so many ways. I just remember, yeah, yeah, I'd say, I'd say um, French and Saunders, definitely, and they're nice people, you know? They've got proper hearts mm. in the right places and they're full of integrity, I think. Um, who else? I really like Christine Lagarde, the head of um, <laughs> the International Monetary Fund. <laughs> is, is that her name, Lagarde or Lagrande? I've got a bit of a, bit of a crush, if I'm honest. This is isn't a crush. Women you'd like to sleep with. This is <laughs> careers you'd look up to. I just thought she's going to retrain. She'll be out of it. <laughs> There's always time. I do, I do find people with proper jobs in general. We have a proper job. I hate it when comedians say we don't have a proper oh, job. Okay, Sorry. yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. It's disingenuous to say we don't, isn't it? It's a, it's a proper job. I like that. She's being a bit harsh. I love that. I, I, I just... I Miranda, was, no, harsh. you're right. Do you like, do you like yeah. that? No, yeah. you're absolutely right, Randy. You're totally no, I mean, true. we work hard and we... It's an important job. It's the yeah. arts. Carry on, Mel. <laughs> at the moment with all the blooming sort of horrible ghastliness that's going on in the world actually I feel like we should form some sort of like Kenneth Williams was part of during the war what were they called the the entertainment corps oh right yeah oh, I feel like we should form a corps of where, where would you get airlifted into I don't know <laughs> you've not thought this through at all not have really. you <laughs> Stages, your big stages. Yeah. I think it's straight to the West Wing myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, With well. bombs. Yeah, and who's, yeah. whose career do you look up to, Miranda? Do you know, recently, um, it's more... Uh, obviously, there are many female comedians that... Uh, Victoria Wood, Frances Saunders, Joyce Grenfell initially. Oh, me. Right. But um, I, I said, my instinct now when I heard that question was... Imelda Staunton, Julie Walters, mm -hmm. Judy Dench... Celia Emma Imry. Thompson. Imry. It's those very extraordinary, long, varied careers mm. and really bold choices and being able to do lots of different things, yeah. So those, they can all do comedy, they can all do musicals, they can all write, they can all make us laugh, they can make us cry. I mean, they're, they're extraordinary there. Yeah. Mm. And you've you just named a handful of women who have actually kept going and kept visible, yeah. which I think is really unusual, like not been discarded because yeah. they're not young anymore. Eleanor? 
Um, for similar reasons, um, I really uh, love Carol Burnett. Um, oh, quality. Just, uh, fantastic. Sheer and quality. I remember yeah. as a kid, just um, um, the role, she, when she was Miss Hannigan in Annie, like, that was the just comedy yeah. archetype. Um, and yeah. I, yeah, I was never interested in playing uh, like the, the young ingenue after seeing that. I just thought it was such a more, much more characterful role so yeah that would be that would be my one she helmed i don't know if you've seen any of carol burnett's shows but she used to helm these incredible sort of large scale entertainment shows with sketches with songs with stand-up you know kind of solo really with with a kind of supporting cast but i mean she yeah she's totally inspirational yeah I and she totally went on agree with you later she did um mm. one of the things she she has um she played in the musical Follies, um, uh, the Sondheim, which is a, a really great musical, you know, and kind of great parts for older women. But she does this rendition of uh, a song, I'm Still Here, and I think it's probably yeah. on YouTube, but it's just yes. fantastic. She's a yeah. legend. So I think one of the last bastions of feminism is that women aren't allowed to be arseholes, which is bullshit, because we are. So, <laughs> Milliken, when are you an arsehole? Oh my God, so many times. Um, when I'm driving, I'm, yeah, when I'm driving, I'm not, um, I drive a lot. I think it's part of doing stand-up that I drive a lot. I used to drive sort of 50,000 miles a year. I do less now, because I have two manager on him too, so he, he does the driving. But uh, I am passive-aggressive as opposed to aggressive, so I won't ever get out the car and punch somebody, <laughs> and I don't ever... I tried to beat my horn the other day, and I just sort of hit the wrong part of my steering wheel <laughs> angrily. <laughs> I hope they got the message, though. <laughs> um, and what I do, you know, if somebody is right up behind you and you pull in to let them pass, because I always think that makes me a winner, not them, if I pull in, let them pass. Um, but then as they go past, on the steering wheel, I have my uh, middle finger up. Uh, but they, they would only be able to see it if they were, like, uh, their hands were up against the glass and they were really... They wouldn't be able to see it, but I know. I know I gesticulated. So I, that's probably when I'm at my worst. And also when I'm stressed, which is... I get stressed very easily these days. So if I have to be anywhere and I'm running late, but it's my fault that I'm running late then I get annoyed at everybody else around me because they should have told me that I would be late <laughs> if I had a bath, not a shower. <laughs> and if I read my book in the bath for half an hour when I had four minutes. Um, so how, yeah, would, they, how would you have taken that advice if they had actually said to you, you're going to be late if you have a bath? I would have been really reasonable. And, <laughs> and I would have taken it in good grace and gone, oh my God, you know me so well. And I love you for giving me this information, but get out of the fucking way. You're making me more late, something like that. Um, so driving and, and when I'm going somewhere. So on foot, in the car, just furious. <laughs> Rest of the time, quite a nice person. <laughs> Eleanor, when are you an arsehole? I can't imagine you. I mean, I've only met you this evening, Eleanor, yeah. but I can't imagine you ever being an arsehole. Oh, but you could imagine me being an arsehole. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> She's seen me drive, what can I say? Um, Eleanor, sorry. Uh, well, no, I think you're just pretty astute, um, Mel. I, I'm rarely an arsehole. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I probably get a little bit... Um, uh, like, it, it ter comes out in terms of self-pity more than actually, you know, um, and just being feeling sorry for myself, which is kind of... I, I'd prefer to be 
somebody that kind of is a bit scratchy and, and, and goes yeah. for other people. It's, it's, I think a, a self-pitying somebody that feels sorry for themselves is much worse to be around. But yeah, that's that's how it comes out. Mm. Um, yeah, I just like if if, if uh, it's it's because of stress, you know. If somebody is is uh, if I feel like um, things aren't going my way, or yeah, um, I'll I'll just um, uh, have a good whinge, uh, yeah. you know. Call yeah. somebody up and uh, what about me? You know, <laughs> poor me. Oh, yeah. It's good for you though, that isn't it? Well, yeah, it has to come out, doesn't it? Yeah, you know? better that than murder, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Are they the options? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moan or murder? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Miranda? Um, yeah, I can get self-pitying in very, very negative. I think people get a bit maddened by, well, you did well, so well, it would, would have been fine if I'd done X, Y, and Z. You know, there's always that negative. I'm, I'm working on that. So self-critical. Yes, very self-critical, mm. and not sort of. I'm I'm learning to sort of self-congratulate <coughs> myself and see the positive side. So that negative, and I'm very impatient, again with myself mainly, but also because you want things to be better. Yeah, I just want to be excited by life, and I want things to be right, and I want them done now. And I'm just sort of mm. like, oh, which is why I think I find writing doesn't really suit me because it's a can be a six-month period. Just like I want that done now. That's a really good idea. Let's do that, and I want to get there now. And I hate traffic, and so I've got that sort of energy. I I was liking it a bit. I'm a bit frustrated by the time something takes to make exactly the same yeah. as you're saying. Because uh, when I was at school and I, I really loved art, I wasn't any good, but that kind of that's what I liked about art is that it was my interpretation of a tree. Uh, <laughs> even though I didn't look anything like a tree, but the, the teacher, if we wanted to paint, the teacher always said you have to do a pencil outline first. And I always wanted to just slap the just paint on. on yeah. And I'm pretty sure that some of the world-famous painters didn't, like, didn't do a do pencil it. outline. <laughs> I'm not saying that I would have been a world-famous painter, <laughs> but we'll never fucking know. This is all really reasonable. Mel, please tell me you put a cat in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you? That sounded like someone else put a cat in the bin. No one asked me that I, question. <laughs> I was a total arsehole today. What the total do? arsehole. Oh, I was in the suit. I was in the. Sorry, this is this. It's about to sound like a really sort of bad stand-up routine, but um, no, I was in the supermarket um, earlier, and I feel really bad about this. But I went into the trolley aisle, uh, i.e., an aisle. Most aisles um, <laughs> except trolleys. Now I think about it. Um, real eighties, real eighties stand-up. This isn't it? Real eighties. What, what is it about trolleys, eh? What is it? Something about trolleys. Um, and I had a basket, and I went into an aisle, and the bloke in front of me said, yeah, he was a bloke. Yeah, he was a bloke. Of course it bloody was. Said, you do know there's a, a place for baskets. This is for trolleys. This is an aisle. And I plonked my basket really sternly. Gave him a very, very firm look. And um, I did that really passive-aggressive thing of getting the divider between his stuff and my stuff and just slamming it down like that. Do you mean the till when you say aisle? <laughs> yes, the till. I, I was so confused. I'm sorry, no, not the aisle. Not I the imagined, aisle. I imagine you're the till that has really narrow aisles where the shelf and it's closer together and only slim people with baskets can go along that. My mind was good. I, yes. <laughs> so I think this is what it's like in London. Ooh. <laughs> it's, it's the, the tail. 
it's yeah. real, but it is. It's a smaller aisle. Yeah. It's shape, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. As an engineer, I can confirm. Yeah. Is he also aspect admitting you've never been in a supermarket before? <laughs> no, I just I was aggressive with him. I did that sort of kill with kindness, you know. That, do you know that thing? Dead shark eyes and then a big smile. That kind of. That awful thing. I do that a bit when I'm cross. What's the best advice you've been given? Let's start with Miranda. What's the best oh. advice you've been given? I'll tell you mine. So my the best yeah. advice I've been given. <laughs> it was to give her thinking time. She looked like she needed it. No, no, you don't get mine now. Fuck you. Miranda? Sorry, are you What's speaking? The... I oh, no. zoned out. I'm though. done. They didn't want me to talk. <laughs> What's the best um, advice? I, I have... my, my best advice. Shut up! <laughs> is to never talk over Miranda Hart. That's the best advice I've been given. <laughs> um, I've I got mean, no... my Shut up! Last time. Got, <laughs> I've got nothing to say either. Um, no, I don't. I can't think of a sort of. There isn't a, a purse. Is someone all right over there? <laughs> I've got an asthma inhaler if you need it. Uh, there, there's never been. In answer to that question, there's never been somebody, a teacher, apparently nothing that's given me a specific. But recently, about four years ago, somebody told me that phrase, which I was talking about this afternoon actually. Um, don't compare your insides with people's outsides. So if you're thinking, bear with me, just wait and don't speak. <laughs> so if, shush. If, if ins inside you're thinking, I'm feeling fragile, I'm feeling self-pitying, I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling worried, I feel like I look like a piece of shit, I'm not good enough. And then you look at somebody who looks trim or together or got a great outfit or seemingly rich or famous and you think, see, they've got it all and I bet their lives are fabulous but you don't know what's going on inside and I think it's a brilliant piece of advice because ultimately it leads to kindness because if we all just stop thinking, comparing our insides with people's outsides and projecting that everyone else has got this fantastic life then we'll remember that we're all struggling in our different ways and we can continue to show kindness. Because in my head, it was like, his kidneys don't look my, like my tits. <laughs> that's what I thought you meant, and that's why I did my confused face. Um, that's really good advice. Uh, Mel, what's the best advice you've been given? Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the 80s, 80s stand-up. Um, funny thing about advice... Uh, <laughs> um, my dad is quite full of... Uh, nuggets and well as I've already told you <laughs> shared a lot about my family this evening um, nuggets and pearls and um, he always says keep your nails trimmed and your hair clean wow I find it really comforting Actually, and your well, simple, simple pleasures, simple, simple life, yeah. Simple. My, 
that's it. It's about enjoying the simple yeah. things. This is where we're all going wrong, gang. Yeah. We don't need the ruddy, the jet skis <laughs> and the blooming. We don't. We simply don't. All that nonsense. <laughs> Keep it simple and enjoy the simple things like cutting your nails. Has your dad heard of dry shampoo? I've got some on. I've got some on tonight. I've got some on tonight. My, my friend who's a doctor... Um, said that you should never eat anything bigger than your head. <laughs> and I said, what about a watermelon? And she said, don't eat it whole. <laughs> and she's trained. Eleanor? <laughs> oh, it's synchronised. Somebody gave me... It's a one-word piece of advice once, and they... It wasn't even... It wasn't just said that way, but what happened was I was um, just started stand-up and uh, I met uh, Tommy Tiernan, uh, another comedian, uh, and he was, uh, we had a conversation and he was asking me how I was getting on and I told him uh, that I had just started doing some gigs and that I was in a particular comedy club in Dublin and that I was really, really trying to impress the owners of that comedy club. I said, I just want them to like me and then then I'll get more gigs. And his one word piece of advice was, why? <laughs> and I, it, what he kind of, he, like, it, it stayed with me afterwards. I didn't really get it at the time, but I kind of feel like it's, <coughs> your job is to impress the audience. It's not to impress certain kind of people who are in power in, yeah. in comedy and uh, that the audience will kind of provide the... The, the correct feedback ultimately like mm. we were saying about the new material yeah. uh, earlier but um, yeah it was one that kind of uh, it revealed itself to me over uh, the course of a few oh, years like um, that. that particular nice. lovely That's piece nice. of wisdom <laughs> And what about the worst bit of advice you've ever been given? Do you know, I, I, I find that... Yeah, I can't think, really. The, I don't the think bad so. advice has been turned to good. Like I was told at drama school, it's all very well, you know, taking the silly comedy parts and getting the old laugh amongst your friends, but where's that going to get you? And that's not important. You'll never make a living out of it. And I was just like... <laughs> See, I, I'm going to try more than ever now to do, you know. No, exactly, because so when I did, I did film and uh, TV production for a couple of years, I really wanted to work behind the scenes. And, and we always made funny videos. We made funny films and funny sort of shorts and things. And they did say, oh, well, it's all very easy to do that, but can you do, like, you know, stuff like local news? <laughs> and you're like, but I like being funny. And they never took that as a thing that would be a skill in life uh, or a potential job at all. Uh, but I just carried on being in stupid things and then I left. So it's not, a, it's not a great ending to a story. But. <laughs> they probably would have done with men, though, don't you think? More so. Do you think? Probably, yeah. Oh, I'd not thought of that. I'd love to read the local news. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's what you took from that advice. Yeah. <laughs> probably what I'll end up, actually, no, I was going to say it's probably what I'll end up doing. Really smug, like, you know, would. Wouldn't that be great, though? You could do the traffic reports while oh. Sarah listens to them at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do that to yeah. the radio. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine you doing the bit at the end where you're like, and now a squirrel on water skis. <laughs> no, I want to do the hardcore. Oh. I want to do the real, the serious, stuff. elite <laughs> traffic stuff. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't be able to wear your dungarees, I don't think. They wouldn't. Would they on allow the local that? news. No, probably not. It would be, be Channel 5 or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd follow Christian, uh, Christiane Lagarde's... Um, <laughs> Trailblazing kind of <laughs> blazer. 
navy blazer and uh, pencil skirt. Trailblazer. Trailblazer. <laughs> <laughs> that deserved more. Yeah, I thought so. Let's uh, see if anybody has anything to plug. Elena, do you have anything to plug? Do you have a, a website or a Twitter handle or yes. Instagram? Wait, wait, look, yeah. at, look at that face. That the is... three of us have got something to plug, haven't we? <laughs> We'll be going to France together <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Eleanor, I interrupted. Fine. Uh, yeah, uh, come, uh, follow me on Twitter, at Eleanor Tiernan, uh, and come see my Edinburgh show. <gasps> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mel? Mel? <laughs> what have you got to plug? Nothing at all. <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you on the telly on a Saturday? <laughs> oh, Let It Shine is... Um, <laughs> BBC One show. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Miranda? Um, so, bits, bits and bats. You've got a book out? I've got a book out, Peggy and me, about my dog. Oh, I've got another book out, actually. Which, no, this oh, is, yes, the no, comic, relief, is, comic relief one. My comic relief yeah. one. And this is the thing that I'm most excited about that I've ever done creatively. And it's called Miranda's Daily Dose of Such Fun. And it's 365... Um, ideas to do every day to jolly life up but there's a sort of therapeutic reason behind it that reduces anxiety and negative the negative noggin and I'm really and it came from a difficult place for me and I would love you to support it and all the proceeds go to Comic Relief I've done it for free and I'm not making any money from it so that is what I'd like to plug sounds great thank you (laughs) and Sarah Um, Milliken I'm going to plug uh, Catherine Ryan's uh, oh, Netflix special. Oh, now you've made special. this look shit because you're... No, <laughs> yours is charity. Oh, no, yeah, no. Um, Catherine Ryan, who is uh, one of, uh, I think, one of the best comedians working right now, is, uh, has a Fuck new... Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I, said, I said one of, but as it happens, you weren't in the one of anyway. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to throw your water at me then. Um, <laughs> Uh, Catherine Ryan has a new uh, Netflix special that is out today, Valentine's Day. Uh, if you have Netflix, have a look at that. She's awesome. And you guys have been such a lovely audience. Yeah. Thank you ever oh, so much for coming. Yes. Uh, please thank Amazing. Eleanor Tiernan, Mel Gedroy, Brad Hart, Mickey Noonan, and I've been Sarah Milliken. Thank you very much. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to Standard Issue in conversation with Miranda Hart, Eleanor Tiernan and Mel Gedroy with Mickey Noonan and me, Sarah Milliken, recorded live at Leicester Square Theatre in London. The theme music and stings were composed and recorded by Fab Barry Hilton, all rights reserved. Thanks to Maddie Higgish for the technical stuff, to Jen Offord for organising the event, to all at Leicester Square Theatre in London, and to Miranda, Eleanor and Mel for taking part. All of our podcasts are available on iTunes and directly from standardissuemagazine.com forward slash podcasts. Bye-bye. for all women.